0: Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 79. Thank you for tuning in. This is day number 12 of our 21-day challenge. Thank you for tuning in and to those of you who continue to support the podcast, whether or not you are joining us on the journey of the 21 Day Challenge, I appreciate you and I am grateful for you and thank you for coming to Earth. I could not have done this without you. Let's bring awareness to the heart space and to the breath, always making sure to be mindful, to ground yourself into the space before you proceed in any aspect of life always tune in check-in first as we have come to know the idea of groundedness will serve us um, moving forward should we honor the physical and non-physical aspect of ourselves with that said We have come to the point in our development where we are beginning to have a deeper understanding in regards to esoteric concepts and knowledge. And as a fourth and fifth dimensional being, we often speak about the earth as a realm of existence. So as I bring myself to this space, I do feel guided to speak about another realm of existence, that is very close to earth, and technically when the scripture says as above so below, this would be our above, the earth's above. Heaven or Octurus is a very high frequency, that's not the direct above over earth. Archangel Michael reminds us there are seven sub-dimensions within each dimension. So on this episode, we are going to speak about Shambhala. And Shambhala is an ethereal city which resides over the Bodhi Desert. From our perspective, it's non-physical. And although this episode may be very short compared to previous episodes, I'm inspired or I feel guided to speak about Shambhala so we can practice meeting there as 4th and 5th density beings. If you have followed us in the past on our TikTok Live, maybe you know that we sometimes meet at a golden crystal pyramid. We've done this, I believe, three times. The first time was pretty intense, actually. Many of us remembered different pieces of the meet. The second time, same situation. Each of us remembering different aspects, different experiences. As the one... So as we speak of Shambhala as an ethereal city of light, you might say that this space is available to all, to all beings. It is a point of focus, and in regards to the purpose of it, this idea is going to cover topics that we have discussed in the past. And there's no coincidence because as we speak of a topic or a concept or idea, we no longer know it. Archangel Mikael reminds us, whatever you know, whatever you come to realize, it's already changed. As you are the perceiver and as you are the I am presence knowing thyself, you are in a constant state of expansion. Whatever you know, you don't know it anymore. You're already the more refined version of the being that knew that. And now that you know that, whatever that is, you have integrated more data, and now you are more whole. Now what you know, you don't know. You're on to the next. So as we move forward, we will honor and reflect on many topics that we have already discussed from a new, more refined perspective. And I mention this because as we are speaking about Shambhala, We cannot speak about Shambhala unless we touch on Lucifer and the idea of Satan. And you will see what I mean as we move forward. With that said, we have discussed Archangel Lucifer in a previous episode. May we suggest if you have not listened to that episode, that you do so either before or after this episode. Fragments, you might say pieces of the one story um, though these two episodes can um, support each other in different details you might say so again let's take a deep breath thank you all for tuning in I love you so much happy day number 12 out of 21 we're almost there I have not complained one time today so let us speak about Shambhala Which is an ethereal city of light. As a multidimensional being, there are infinite realms of existence that we can tap into and experience. And in regards to the experience, It is individualized since you are an extension of source. It is your own experience. So we will speak about Shambhala from a very general perspective and leave the experience up to you should you meditate or ask your guides, angelic helpers and loved ones to escort you there for the purpose of guidance and counsel, refinement and healing, As an etheric city of light, Shambhala is non-physical from our perspective as a humanoid. It resides over the Bodhi Desert. This is a ley line. A ley line in regards to the energetic grids, the crystalline grids that reside over Mother Earth Gaia. Shambhala is a realm where non-physical consciousness, collective consciousness, beings of the highest orders of light and love can gather and reside to oversee Earth. Shambhala does have one Lord, the Lord of Earth, the master of the human, the master of Earth, and that is Sanat Kumara. Sanant Kumara resides in the Crystalline Palace in Shambhala, and he watches Earth. He's the great observer. No deed or action goes unseen. From where we are, he is an advanced humanoid, ninth-level humanoid. This is why he is referred to as the Lord of Earth. There are many different interpretations of Sanat Kumara, which is what we will address. And although this episode is focused on Shambhala as the etheric city that we can now visit and hang out at, (laughs) as children of the Creator, this is one of the gifts available to us. There are many. But this is the as above in regards to Earth. So as we are speaking about Shambhala, we will address Sanat Kumara which will lead us into discussing Lucifer and Satan. Sunat Kumara as a very high level being is reflected in what we call Satan on earth. From the highest perspective this thought structure of Sanat Kumara is who you call Enki on earth as well. Enki is who we also call Lucifer, Archangel Lucifer. So you can see in the past how we often tell you Satan is not real. Satan as the thought structure was created from the humanoid. Our distortion, thinking we're separate from the creator, we created the distorted idea of Sanat Kumara or Archangel Lucifer. And even before then, in the Babylonian and Mesopotamian era of the Sumerian gods, Enki. So the original thought structure, you might say, is Enki, who is what we call Lucifer, who is what humanoids call Satan, who is what we know in the higher realms as Sunat Kumara. Shambhala is a realm of existence where beings can go for soul-memory integration, memory recall. If you have had a very difficult transition into non-physical, what we call death, there are guides, beings, and helpers here that give you counsel, love, and support until you are able to have your life review and then move forward or expand in your journey. Sunat Kumara is also where we get the idea of Santa Claus. And Saint Nicholas was a being or a brother in the Greek era, but also a fragment of Sunat Kumara. Uh, Saint Nicholas was the wonder worker, is what they called him. His gifts were not material or physical. They were more spiritually based. If you research or look him up, as we say, St. Nicholas' gifts was more hands-on healing, um, alchemical ability, and um, things of this such. And we've, of course, diluted that story into presents and gifts. And can't you see how when we say Santa... It's the same words as Satan. And the idea of him, Santa Claus, always seeing you, knowing when you're sleeping and awake, this comes from Sanat Kumara, the great observer. So Shambhala being this realm of existence available to all of us, this does not go without saying or it does not mean to say That Sunat Kumara is not darkness or shadow as well. This consciousness is fully integrated. It's negative and positive. We perceive it as Satan because we're looking at the distorted, the other side of the mirror or the other side of the coin. And Sunat Kumara Enki is holding the burden of all of our fractals of distortion, all of the Thought, structures, or beliefs we have about Satan, devil. One consciousness is holding that burden. And it's a collective consciousness, have you? But Enki is holding that burden for us. Until we come to know unity consciousness. One great example of this, the heads and tails, the morning star, the negative attribute or aspect of the morning star we call Lucifer. The positive or radiant aspect of the morning star is Brother Jesus Yeshua. So Shambhala is a realm where we cannot take our distortions. We cannot see the heads and tails in this realm of existence. You must be unified. Only then can you enter the kingdoms. There are many realms of existence available to beings who do their inner work and are able to transcend physicality. This is part of being multidimensional. You don't leave your physical body when you visit Shambhala. You visit from your meditation or prayer as a light body. In the fourth and fifth dimension, which we have discussed, is the realm of mentalism. So this episode, again, not very long. We've said all we needed to say we would again suggest you listen to the previous episode that we have addressed Archangel Lucifer. And it might help you have more clarity or deeper understandings in regards to the distortions we have about Enki, Sanat Kumara, Satan, the devil. And if Shambhala is a city of light where higher vibrational beings can go, beings of the radiance and highest orders of love, And Sanat Kamara is the overseer, the ruler. You might even call him the Lord or King of Shambhala. And it's pure love, radiance divine. Do you see what we're saying here? Only earth distorts. Period. Only on earth are there distortions in regards to beings of consciousness being good or bad because we are experiencing the illusion of separation from the I Am from Prime Creator. So yes, Sanat Kamara loves us all so much. Enki loves us all so much. Archangel Lucifer loves us all so much. But when we distort those beings or thought structures, we take the love out of the situation because we are coming from the perspective of being separate from our Creator. And when we think we're separate from our Creator we pinched ourselves away from love. It's no coincidence that many of the previous episodes of the podcast have been the subconscious preparation that would enable us to, to be able to enter or travel to Shambhala. Meaning, a lot of it has to do with understanding yourself as a sacred mind, that you are not the body, but you are, but you're also non-physical. So the non-physical aspect of you would be entering Shambhala, and your physical vessel would reap the benefits or experience the benefits of it. Since it is a fourth and fifth dimensional realm of existence, you go there through the mind. And if you are wishing to journey here or practice journeying here, maybe we could all practice meeting there since we're technically all there already as a multidimensional being. This is a fractal or a fragment of a realm of existence and the I am presence is playing all things and beings. It's a piece of us and we're going to tune into it. We can tune into it. So I can't tell you how to, but I can give you tools that may help you find out your own way to connect. What works for some may not work for others, but we definitely want to focus or bring awareness to the um, higher aspect of self, the non-physical self. In your meditation and prayer, you can call upon your guides, your angelic helpers and loved ones, and ask that they escort you safely to and from Shambhala for the purpose of guidance, counsel, and healing, and any other intention that you have or any heart's desire. It is a realm of existence that vibrates very high as advanced beings are here. There's no duality. There's only unity, oneness. Again, it is the more refined version of what we call Satan as Sunat Kamara represents all love. This does not mean without negativity, it means to be integrated, to understand your negative and positive. But in Shambhala, there is no negative positive. There's only the experience. It's only for the purpose of reinterpretation of data, go heal or transcend your subconscious fears, phobias or doubts crystalline pools with crystal waters to purify the mind and all the memory centers. So if you do feel guided to try to visit Shambhala, you can also look it up or research a little bit. I'm not sure of a great resource to tell you the truth, but there's a lot of info out there, I'm sure. But yes, it's a realm of existence available to all, and I thought it would be sort of a cool field trip (laughs) for those of us that have been on this journey together and in that I'll see you there (laughs) if you do um, decide to try it right so as you can see we also clarified a distortion in regards to Satan or Devil without really focusing on Archangel Lucifer Again, if you want more details in regards to Lucifer and how Enki holds the burden, there is a previous episode where it is focused on Archangel Lucifer. But essentially this episode was dedicated to Shambhala. But we could not address that without clarifying the distortions in regards to what we call Satan. Because Sanat Kumara loves you all so much, loves us so much... As we come to the end of the episode, I do feel guided to share some final feelings in regards to Shambhala and Sanat Kumara. As we have gathered here for 12 days in a row to honor a 21-day challenge, and for some of us gathering here for 79 days, we have done the inner work that would calibrate our state of being into a realm of existence where we can perceive the changes. Meaning, Shambhala is a realm of existence available to all who is doing that inner work. It is the realm where you can practice your inner knowings in regards to honoring yourself as non-physical consciousness and physically focused. Since Shambhala is fourth and fifth density, All the way to ninth density. You don't leave to go there. You go there from here. So again, if you do feel guided to practice going to Shambhala, I will see you there. We're already there. It's the realm where you and I are one. And what a very beautiful way to clear away any remaining residue in regards to the idea of Satan and Archangel Lucifer. Sanat Kamara loves us so much and holds that burden, allows us to be in distortion, and looks at us with the love of the Creator. So, in order to enter Shambhala, we can't take our inner distortions and conflicts. And one of the big conflicts or distortions on earth is that of Satan or Lucifer. Again, if you would like more clarity in regards to Archangel Lucifer, there is an episode in the past. Our a previous episode where we focused on Archangel Lucifer for the whole episode. And as this episode was focused on Shambhala, again, we couldn't address Shambhala without addressing Archangel Lucifer or what we call Satan. Satan is the dirty reflection of the humanoids collective. We're looking at a dirty mirror because on earth we are here seeing ourselves. Satan represents the human's lowest vibrational actions, thoughts, and feelings. And Mother Father God knows this. This is why we have the opportunity to come full circle, to be unified, to realize that we are divine and one with Mother Father God. And Shambhala might be a middle ground where those beings who are doing their inner work and have come to realize their divinity, but they are still on Earth are able to interact with the higher realms in a very um, divine environment, sacred, holy. And as my a Course in Miracles lesson today, 303, reminds me and you, the Holy Christ is born within me today. And I feel that's very significant for this episode because as we are clearing away distortions about Satan and Lucifer, you step even closer to your unity consciousness. Step closer to your Christhood. And you are the Christ. You are the Holy Son and Daughter of God Himself, the Prime Creator Themselves. And as the Christ, you can enter Shambhala, So again, I love you all. Feel good. And in your next meditation or prayer, ask to be escorted to Shambhala. And again, I'll see you there. I'll try my best. I'm practicing with you. (laughs) But we can all practice visiting in Shambhala. Yes.